everybody. Welcome to Transform Aisha's podcast. And welcome back. We'll be going over the book of Job. So here it goes. In chapter 28, it describes about God's wisdom. I love when it says the following. 11. They search. They dam up the sources of the rivers and bring hidden things to light. 12. But where can wisdom be found? Where does understanding dwell? 13. No mortal comprehends his worth. It cannot be found in the land of the living. 23. God understands the way to it, and he alone knows where it dwells. 28. And he said to the human race, The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to shun evil is understanding. End quote. In chapter 29, Joel remembered the special relationship he had with God in verses 4 and 5. He remembered his generosity to the poor and the vulnerable in verse 12. That was his life before he, his suffering came around. Job wants to have a long and honorable life in verse 18. He believes that he is the brave king that brings justice in verses 24 to 25. In chapter 30, Job acknowledges his suffering in verses 10, 13, 15, and 17. He feels like God is silent in verse 20 and is cruel in verse 21. This verse hits me, verse 26. Yet, when I hope for good, evil came. When I look for light, then came darkness, end quote. I can feel that way at times, but I know who God is and that he is faithful. In chapter 31, Job remembered he has not looked lustily at the woman, verse 1, not lied, verse 5, seduced the woman, verse 9, denied justice, verse 13, failed to be generous to the poor, verse 16, cannot be accused of greed, verse 24, can't wait, and other sins. Job feels like he is innocent, verse 35, and blameless in verse 6. I love that Job says, 28, Then those also will be sent to be judged, for I would have been unfaithful to God on high. 30, I have not allowed my mouth to sin by invoking a curse against their life. 33, If I conceal my sin as people do by hiding my guilt in my heart, end quote. In chapter 32, Elohu, younger man, speaks, starting in verse 2. He feels like Job is more interested in defending his innocence than God's character. Verse 2. I can agree that there is a bit of self-righteousness in Job's response, especially in the last chapter. I tend to behave this way from time to time. I'm not proud of it. Elihu was angry with Job's friends because they made Job to be guilty without any evidence. In verse 5. Give me one second. Um, verse 1. So three men stopped answering Job because he was righteous in his own eyes too. Then Elihu became very angry at Job for justifying himself rather than God. Three, 
He was also angry with the three friends because they had found no way to refute Job and yet had condemned him. Four, and any who had waited before speaking to Job because they were older than he. Five, but when they saw that the three men had nothing more to say, his anger was aroused. Aroused twelve. I gave you my full attention, but none of you has proved Job wrong. None of you had answered his arguments. End quote. I love what Ehud said the following in chapter 33, 12. But I tell you, in this you are not right, for God is greater than any mortal. 13. Why do you complain to him when he responds to no one's words? Or does not answer for any of his actions? 14. For God does speak now one way, now another, yet no one perceives it. I love what Elihu says in chapter 34, verse 10. So listen to me, you men of understanding. Far be it from God to do evil, from the Almighty to do wrong. 11. He repays everyone for what they have done. He brings on them what their conduct deserves. 12. It is unthinkable that God would do wrong, that the Almighty would pervert justice. 29. But if he remains silent, who can condemn him? If he hides his face, who can see him? Yet he is over in, in individual and nation alike. 33. Should God then reward you on your terms when you refuse to repent? You must decide, not I. So tell me what you know. End quote. It was also convicting with Elihu said the following in chapter 35. Verse 1 and 2. Then Elihu said, Do you think this is just? You say I am right, not God. 10. But no one says, Where is God, my maker, who gives songs in the night? 11. Who teaches us more than he teaches? Oh, who teaches us more? Uh, let's see. Um, what happened here? Oh, yes, who teaches us by the beasts of the earth and makes us wiser than the birds in the sky. Verse 16. So Job opened his mouth with empty talk. Without knowledge, he multiplies words. Oof. Chapter 36 mentions the following key points. Verse 5, God is mighty, but despises no one. He is mighty and firm in his purpose. 6, he does not keep the wicked alive, but gives the afflicted their rights. 7, he does not take his eyes off the righteous. He enthroned us with the kings and exalts them forever. 10, he makes them listen to correction and commands them to repent of evil. 11, but if they obey and serve him, they will spend the rest of their days in prosperity and their years and contentment 12 but if they do not listen they will perish by the sword and die without knowledge 15 but those who suffer he delivers in their suffering he speaks to them in their affliction 26 how great is god beyond our understanding the number of the of his years is past finding out end quote Edohu ends his speech in chapter 37 I love when he says the following, verse 5. God's voice thunders in marvelous ways. He does great things beyond our understanding. 14. Listen to this, Job. Stop and consider God's wonders. 15. 
Do you know how God controls the clouds and makes his lightning flash? 16. Do you know how the clouds hang poised? Those wonders of him who has perfect knowledge. 19. Tell us what we should say to him. We cannot draw by case because of our darkness. 22. On the north he comes into in golden splendor. God comes in awesome majesty. 23. The Almighty is beyond our reach and exalted in power. In his justice and great righteousness, he does not oppress. 24. Therefore, people revere him. For does he not have regard for all wise in heart? End quote. Job defends his innocence and his friends mentions his guilt. Idahu defends God's justice in Job's innocent suffering. Chapters 26, verse 3. Job struggles with self-righteousness in chapter 34, verse 37. Job's suffering can teach Job to be humble in chapter 36, verse 15. God's justice cannot be questioned in chapter 36, verses 30 through 31. These are not the only reasons for Job's suffering, but it is nice that Elohu gives a different take on it. But just like in chapter 28, no one has wisdom except for God. In chapter 38, God speaks to Job in verse 1, but God is not happy. Job wasn't there when the world was made in verse 4. Job cannot measure the sea in verse 11. Job does not know the solar system, verse 19, and the design of the constellations of it in verse 33. This is extremely convicting. Verse 7, verse 4. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. 5. Who marked off his dimension? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? End quote. I love that in verses 8 through 13 and 16 through 41, God asks Job, God asks Job questions about things that only God can do. God is just so amazing. I love that God does not directly address Job's responses, but gives Job what he thinks he needs. Honestly, when I suffer, I need not to know why, but to know who God is and his character and that his will is being accomplished. It makes my suffering worth it and I'm more able to endure through it. There are many times in my suffering, God showed me who he is and that is all I really needed. I needed his community, his commandments, and his love. And when I start to see my suffering in a completely different light, that is when I start to. God tells Job that he cannot tame a wild oxen. 30, chapter 39, verse 9. He does not have the wisdom for hawks to fly. Verse 26. Power and speed of mustangs. Verse 19. And does not control wild animals. Basically, that whole chapter. In chapter 40, Job cannot relate or be in the same scale of God's knowledge and power. Verse 2, Job remains silent when God speaks to him. Verses 5 through 6, since Job accused God of injustice and managed the world incorrectly. Verse 8, God tells him to do a better job in verses 12 through 14. It is extremely convicting. It shapes me personally to the core whenever I want to blame God or become angry with God. It helps me see just how amazing God is in my suffering and provides me with indescribable hope and love and justice. It makes me want to serve God and acknowledge God even more. I love it when God says the following, verse 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. The Lord said to Job, 
Will the one who contends with the Almighty correct him? Let him who accuses God answer him. Then Job answered the Lord, I am unworthy. How can I reply to you? I put my hand over my mouth. I spoke once, but I have no answer. Twice, and I will say no more. But I will say no more. God had the immediate reply. Verse 7, 8 and 9, 10. Brace yourself like a man, and I will question you, and you, sh- will, and you shall answer me. Will you discredit my justice? Will you condemn me to justify yourself? Do you have an arm like God's, and can your voice thunder like his? Then adorn yourself with glory and splendor, and clothe yourself in honor and majesty. End quote. God talks about two creatures. Verse 15 and Letherin, chapter 41, verse 1. Bethanon and Job are God's creature, cr- creatures in verse 15, who was protected by locust trees in verse 21. This was just like Job when he was protected by God's hinge in chapter 1, verse 10. However, in chapter 41, Letheron is uncontrollable, verse 1, and does not submit to anyone, verse 4. He controls the power of people in verse 34. God is greater than Letheron in verse 10. I love when God says the following about it. Verse 9, 10, 11. Any hope of seducing it is false. The main sight of it is overpowering. No one is fierce enough to rouse it. Who then is able to stand against me? Who has a claim against me that I must pay? Everything under heaven belongs to me. Verse 33 and 34. Nothing on earth is its equal, a creature without fear. It looks down on all the haughty. It is a king over all the proud, end quote. It is a strong contrast between the two animals. I love Joel's response in chapter 41, 42, verses 1 through 6. Then Joel replied to the Lord, I know you can do all things. No purpose of yours can be thwarted. You ask, who is this that screws my plans without knowledge surely i spoke of things i did not understand things too wonderful for me to know you said listen now and i will speak i will question you and you shall answer me my ears have heard of you but now my eyes have seen you verse 6 therefore i despise myself and repent in dust and ashes end quote i love that god confronts epahaz and his two friends verse 7 8 after the Lord has said these things to Job, he said to Ephraim the Temerite, I am angry with you and your two friends because you have not spoken the truth about me as my servant has. So now take seven bulls and seven rams and go to my servant Job and sacrifice a burnt offering for yourselves. My servant Job will pray for you and I will accept his prayer and I deal with you according to your folly. You have not spoken the truth about me as as my servant Jovan has, Job has, end quote. It was completed and God accepted Job's prayer in verse 9. I love that God blessed Job as well and gave him even more than what he lost. Verse 12, the Lord had blessed the latter part of Job's life more than the former part. He had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 donkeys, end quote. Our lives is not about getting all our desires met or having all of our questions answered or avoiding suffering. But life is all about Jesus and God for who he is. 
Jesus suffered and died and he did not deserve it, but he accomplished God's will and has given us access to God. When we suffer, imagine Jesus and what God has done. Remember the times we suffered and God made us better because of it. And if not, he will and can do anything and everything through us if we live for him, trust him, and love him more than anything and everyone in our lives. Such an incredible and moving book. Thank you so much for listening to Transform My Ages podcast, and I hope you have a great day. Bye for now.